morning. I'm Rain Musmi. Here are the news making headlines in the COVID-19 pandemic. Europe's drug regulator has found possible links between Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine and rare blood clots among some of the jab's recipients. But as this report tells us, the EMA is still backing the overall benefits of the shot. Europe's drug regulator continues to back Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine, despite confirming on Tuesday that it had found possible links to rare blood clot issues in adults who received doses. The European Medicines Agency, or EMA, maintains that the vaccine's benefits outweighs the risk. The EMA Safety Committee had concluded that a warning about unusual blood clots must be added to the vaccine labels. This was also required for its rival vaccine maker, AstraZeneca. This is EMA Executive Director, Ema Cook. When vaccines are rolled out to large number of people, it is possible that very rare side effects can occur. And these, are, these will not necessarily have been identified in the clinical trials. But because we have a very good pharmacovigilance system in place in Europe, we can spot these, um, these events very quickly and we can take action to make sure that, that healthcare professionals and patients are aware and can take ne necessary action. So it's really showing that the system works. The EMA found that all instances of clotting had occurred in adults under 60 years old mostly women, within three weeks of their Johnson & Johnson shot. It said all available evidence, including eight reported cases in the US, had formed part of its assessment. Over 7 million doses have been administered in that country as of April 13th, according to the EMA. The US health regulators last week recommended pausing the use of this particular vaccine. Despite the official backing, the findings are still a blow to the European Union, which is battling major hurdles in its immunisation campaign. Several nations have suspended or limited the use of AstraZeneca's vaccines. Johnson & Johnson is one of the four that has been authorised for use in Europe. The Philippines may receive its first batch of Pfizer and Moderna shots in the next two months. That's according to Philippine Ambassador to the United States, Jose Manuel Romualdez. Romualdez says 117,000 doses of Pfizer's vaccine will most likely arrive in May. Pfizer jabs from the COVAX facility were supposed to arrive as early as February, but the delivery was delayed because of a lack of an indemnity deal, which settles who will shoulder the cost of adverse effects from the vaccine. Moderna, meanwhile, will deliver close to 200,000 shots in June. Confirm BTV4? Start delivery starting June 15th date. And I think that they're, they're quite confident that they'll be able to start rolling in the vaccines or the delivery of our vaccines starting June 15th. It will start increasing as the, uh, as the succeeding months. They will complete the 20 million before the end of the year. Officials have also said that 500,000 vaccine doses procured from China's Sinovac, as well as an initial 20,000 doses of the Russian-made Sputnik V, are set to arrive this week. 
The number of COVID-19 cases in the Philippines rose by over 7,000 on Tuesday, the lowest single-day increase in two weeks. Health officials say the lower numbers were due to 19 testing laboratories that did not operate last Sunday. Eight laboratories also failed to submit their data on time. More than 21,000 new recoveries and 93 additional deaths were also recorded, resulting in over 127,000 active cases. The ABS-CBN data analytics team says the total number of coronavirus infections reported in the country so far this year has exceeded that of last year. The viral Maginhawa Community Pantry resumes operations after temporarily closing on Tuesday over red-tagging fears. Anna Patricia Non, the woman behind the initiative, dismissed the government's accusations they have ties with the local communist movement. Non says donations mostly come from farmers and the private sector, but adds that anyone can donate regardless of political background yung call ko sa media na i-focus yung attention sa akin kasi it's about the community at the end of the day. Uh, it's no. about the people and yung donors kasi parang discredit mo pagka nag-focus lang sa akin, madidiscredit yung mga tao. Mm-hmm. And hindi dapat ganun kasi hindi naman ako yung nagtaguyod nito eh. The Philippines' anti-communist task force meanwhile denies profiling community pantry organizers. Lieutenant General Antonio Parlade Jr., spokesman of the National Task Force to End Local Communist Armed Conflict, claims they were just trying to find out if the initiative had government clearance. This despite majority of Metro Manila mayors already saying organizers don't need a permit to operate a community pantry. I don't want to use the word profiling kasi masyadong controversial yan sa ibang tao. Uh, what we're saying is we, we're just checking kung ano yung ginagawa, kung anong sitwasyon doon sa, sa mga community pantries na ito. Kasi hindi naman lahat ng community pantries uh, ay, ano, ay initiated by one group or one individual. Hindi. Uh, in fact, we've been checking all around uh, the country. May mga community pantries tayo na, na find out na organized by the LGUs. So, uh, yes, dumadami and maganda dahil uh, yung programa na yan, maganda naman talaga. But we are, we're just checking yung, uh, yung kung sino itong mga nag-organize nito to make sure na, na walang ibang agenda. And those are the latest. Keep it here on the ABS-CBN News Channel.